Hey mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. Today you are in for a treat because I have had the pleasure of interviewing Elise from the Wholesome Mama Show and she was a wealth of knowledge. We unpack biblical parenting, what it means, what it looks like and all that kind of fun stuff. It was a really great conversation and I hope that it inspires and encourages you to think a little bit more about what our whole aim of the game here is as parents and it's just to point our kids to Jesus in all that we do. So that could be in the, the way that we parent, the discipline, all of that fun stuff. So I hope you get heaps out of the episode. Hey friend, welcome to Mama's Mission. Here we unpack the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with God. I'm Deb, and I'd like you to think of me as your spirit stirrer. Is that even a thing? It is now. I want to stir your spirit up and inspire you to get intentional about discipleship. Mama, your role is more than making snacks and nagging. I mean, encouraging your kids. There's a greater purpose you need to work towards, and that's leading your tribe to know and love God. If you're ready to ditch your overwhelmed, discouraged attitude and get more clarity and inspiration on raising Jesus-loving kids, this podcast is for you. So grab a coffee and maybe a sneaky treat, kick back and get ready to be inspired. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Elise. I am beyond excited to have this interview. We are just across the ditch, really, because I'm in New Zealand, you're in Australia, so it's not that far, and it's exciting. So thank you oh, so much. Thank, thank you so much, Deb, for having me on, and it's so nice to chat to someone who's almost, almost home with me. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I was just saying to you before we press record that a lot of my podcast guests are American, which is great, but the time difference is a bit of a killer when you got to get up really really early in the morning or have those late late interviews yeah yeah I feel you so I'm so excited to be here with you today and and have this conversation together for your listeners so I'm yeah praying that they're going to get something out of it and I can't wait to to share what we're going to me too so should we just start by you sharing with the listeners a bit about yourself yeah sure so I am Elise Rooney I am first and foremost a follower of Jesus. I've been married for nearly eight years now um, and we have three beautiful kids. So we have our son who is five and he's just started school. So pray for me. I'm learning how to be a school mum, all, all that that entails. And then we've got two daughters who are four and two. So I'm in the thick of mothering littles and I think really through my journey into motherhood um, I've just felt really encouraged to help encourage other mums in to really get joy out of motherhood because I think there's um, I was kind of shocked when I became a mum just how the world and the culture around motherhood was like hot mess and struggle and all this kind of negativity stuff around motherhood and I knew that we'd been called for more. So, so yeah, so um, that's, that's really a little bit about me. I live by the beach and love the beach. And that's probably my favorite, favorite place in the whole world is on a beach, any, any beach, but a beach. 
<laughs> well, you're definitely living in the right part of Australia then if you love the beach that much. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't think I could move. <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying about the whole hot mum express. Um, yeah. Messy bun kind of thing. And yeah, it just, I, I've, I've felt the same way. And I think that's so awesome that your heart is to encourage mamas during the season because it's such a, a short season, mm. but it's one that I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're in, a, in the thick of it, you kind of will it to go a bit faster. So, yes. and that's really not what we should be doing. We should be just cherishing the the time that we have with our littles and, you know, not wanting to take it for granted and not wanting it to speed up and, mm. yeah, pass us by. Yeah, yeah, we can so often, you know, live for nap time or bedtime or, oh, I just can't wait till the kids are in school and then I can have all this time or I just can't wait till this and then I can do this. I just can't wait and go, no, like that's, and it, you know, we all do it and we're all guilty of it. And, yeah. you know, I'm I'm now, my thing is I can't wait till my youngest is out of nappies and, and we don't yeah. have to buy nappies and like there's there's these little things that we can do, but it's when, yeah, we start to wish it away and we don't realise the significance of this time that we have like and I think that is something that really dawned on me this year with my son starting school was that's that's it like the time that he spent with me the significant time of his day is now at school like I still get a lot of time and he's going to a beautiful Christian school which we are so thankful that we live near so we can do that but you know that's and that I feel like went so fast. So it's going to go fast anyway, whether you're wishing it away or enjoying it, it's going to happen. So, yeah, yeah you're, you're so right. <laughs> well, what really ins- like caught my attention, because as I was mentioning before we press record, I follow your podcast. I really like it. Um, and the whole concept of biblical parenting is something that you um I don't want to say enforce, but you're behind, you know, and so I'd really love to um, like pick your brain about what biblical parenting actually means for you. Mm, Yeah, such a good question. I think it's so hard because I feel like, especially probably in the last few years, it's like, what parenting style are you? And like, (laughs) I didn't even know that there were parenting styles. And I just kind of went, I'm what the Bible says style I don't know I don't so (laughs) but it got me thinking like what what how am I parenting how am I what is the foundation for how we because I view my husband and I we are a team when it comes to parenting we we don't do anything um one or the other we we do it together even though I am the one who's the stay-at-home mom and I'm home with the kids doing a lot of the doing is we are on the same page but what is our foundation when it comes to raising our children and for us it came back to what the word of God says and even though the Bible doesn't like go into heaps and heaps and heaps of detail around like this is what to do when your child says this or this is how to like the practical bits of parenting it absolutely covers so much of parenting 
Um, and so for us, biblical parenting for us comes back to the Great Commission, go into all the world and make disciples. That starts in our home. So for us, that is our whole, the whole point of parenting is to raise our children as little disciples who will grow up to be disciples of Jesus. So that is what we kind of how we base everything. That is really the foundation of we are gods. And in, um, I forget his name now, Paul, I think Paul David Tripp in his parenting book, he starts it off by saying like, we are God's ambassadors for our children. We are here on behalf of God to point them to God. Uh, and I just think that that is like, I cannot sum it up better than that. But so for us, biblical parenting is our foundation of we do what, what the word says. I think that's so awesome. One thought I had when you were mentioning that is obviously the Bible is like the guidebook here, but um and the the guy that you just mentioned, which I'll I'll get the link for our listeners because I love that quote. Is there anybody else that you kind of follow or you know um, inspires you in the realm of biblical parenting? Mm, yeah, so trying to think, I really um, really like the loving your kids on purpose. Yeah. by Danny Silk. That is a really, really good um, book. Then like John and Lisa Bevere, even though it's just really people who don't even necessarily speak into, Lisa Bevere certainly speaks into parenting, but just kind of give you the foundation for yourself to then um, grow. But yeah, Paul David Tripp is, his um, books on parenting are, um, my my favorite cool I'll write that down yeah and I can I can send you the um the list of the ones that I really like for you to put into oh that's awesome because it is as you say like having the bible as a as a guideline is awesome but sometimes you do get into those sticky situations like I don't know screen time okay well there's no screen time in the bible so how do you go about that you know th- those kind of things you know filling in the gaps yeah yeah what is the yeah the practical day-to-day things and yeah that's where also you know it's going to look different for every every child every parent so but yeah though there's some really good ones and a lot of those like loving your kids on purpose and the parenting book goes into good detail around the practical day-to-day of what it looks like to parent from a biblical perspective that's that's really cool and super handy so along the vein, along that vein of thought, what does biblical parenting look like in your home? Because as you said, it's going to look like, it's going to look different for every family, really. Mm. But, so what does it look like for you? Yeah, so for us, um, a big thing is just pointing to Jesus. And it's not to be like weirdly spiritual about it, <laughs> but like because you can hear these things and kind of go like, oh, that's like, that's a bit that's a bit much but actually it's not a bit much and so particularly like um in this time that we're recording it's it's the lead up to Easter so it's having the conversations around what Easter actually means when it 
when it's Christmas time, having those conversations around what Christmas means, um, you know, and doing things like we say grace before we eat our meal, we do good night, we read our Bible, we show the kids what it is to live a Christian life, really. It's not like, you know, we we tick this box or tick this box. It's that I, my husband and I are just living our Christian lives and we are displaying that and modeling that to our kids. And even when it comes to things like discipline, which I know that's like such a hot topic, but <laughs> we, when we are disciplining our child, because discipline, you look at that word, it's to help make disciples, like it's yeah. almost yeah. the same word, uh, is in that moment, how do we point them to Jesus? How do we show them that what they've done is wrong, the sin that that has happened? Um, how do we reconcile that with them? And then how can we then in that moment point them to Jesus? And for different situations, it's going to look absolutely different. But that is our our goal at the end of the day is that we point them to Jesus in that moment. So with things like screen time, you know, all the all the things, like some things I'm like, does it actually, does it matter? Does it really matter? When it comes to screen time, what they're watching, I think absolutely matters. Yeah. So I will, we are not like watching Christian shows all the time, um, but I'm certainly very, very mindful of what I'm letting my children watch or listen to or be around and yeah so things like that so kind of going well some things don't doesn't matter but some things like you know yeah then they don't need to watch screen all the time but you know my kids will watch my husband if he's working late when I'm getting dinner is when I will use the screen I will use it for my (laughs) genity no I will need to cook dinner so you know we're, we're going to watch um, some bluey or some something that's very um tame and mild I like to keep because also my kids after when I turn the screen off is yeah no uh, I can hear that <laughs> I feel like everyone's like yeah they're, they're fine when they watch it it's when I turn them off yeah <laughs> yeah but really it's just pointing them to Jesus in in the day and then when things like you know, you're needing to discipline your child. How can I do that to to point them to Jesus? Which is so much easier said than done, I think. Mm. Sometimes it is so much easier just to say no because I said so. That's the end of discussion. Yeah. Whereas you've really got to understand the heart behind your discipline and you can't do it out of anger even though, that is predominantly where we lose it and you know when we're angry we you know just resort back to terrible habits that we've seen modeled predominantly Mm. so it it is that is really tricky and that's something that I would um I think I definitely need work on (laughs) it it is so so much easier said than done so much easier said than done. And I think for me, one thing that I really had to realize was why I was saying no, because yeah. a lot of a lot of the time I was actually saying no, not because it was a bad thing to do, not because it was the wrong thing to do. It was because I I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Like, like, mommy, can we paint? No. 
I don't like painting. I don't know what it is, but painting, like, no. And then I'll think to myself, well, that's actually on me. That's actually not not fair. And I'm, that's like one very random example. But um, And then times that I would find that I would lose it at my kids and I would start yelling and then just felt like I could not calm down was um, that they were stopping me from doing something that I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I would blow it way out of proportion, like they spilt their cereal milk on the floor. And I would make it this big thing because now you've stopped me from getting ready. I wanted to get ready. We are on a strict timeline to get out the door. And now you've snuffed me around because I ha- I'm now cleaning up your mess. Like, yeah, actually. But it is, it's hard to learn to regulate our own emotions. And like one thing that is not talked about in motherhood is how much stimulation we have as mums. Yeah. Not even from screens or like, yes, from our phones, but even take away the phone, take away the screen from just the noise, from the interruption, from the mental <laughs> to-do list in our head, from just all the things going on. We're always on like, high alert and then a kid <laughs> does something and it blows our plans out the window and we lose it yeah when it's like the kid's like I just accidentally bump my juice over I'm really sorry yeah I so can relate <laughs> and I don't think guys realize because I have talked about this this list in my head and it doesn't stop and mm. even even when you want to get intimate with your husband, sometimes it's still going on. And my husband just, he just didn't understand that at all. Because, you know, I guess they've just got a one-track mind. They know what they're wanting or needing or what have you. And I'm just kind of like, okay, what, what are we doing for dinner tomorrow? You know, okay, I've got to make sure I get to school at this time and things like that. And it's very difficult to keep your mind on task <laughs> yes yeah there was a book um I never read the book but there was a book called um uh, men are waffles women are spaghetti oh, and that's awesome it was like but it is so like it's how we how we think and um I'm pretty sure it's like a Christian book so I'm pretty sure I'm not like recommending some horror <laughs> book. um but I never read it I just remember seeing it seeing it somewhere and thinking but now that I'm married I'm yeah that is so true like his mind is in like boxes yeah and he can't whereas my mind is like this whirlwind of thoughts that cross over and go on off distractions and tangents and everything and yeah but it's so it's so real and it's so hard because we can't understand how like how can you not think about the 45 other things that we have to do right now (laughs) How how are you so like one one thing focused? Whether that is intimacy or anything else. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's like, can't you just like calm everything down? Like you can't do anything about the time you need to get to school right now. It's eight o'clock at night. Like it yeah. doesn't matter. You need to stop thinking about it. But to us as women, we're like, I know, I know. We're very different, aren't we? Which is good. Right. Necessary, but hard sometimes. It is. Yeah, I would completely agree. Very tricky. (laughs) I'd love to hear your take on, if you know, I've got listeners out there who are really thinking, okay, I can totally see merit. Like I love your, yours and your husband's 
whole philosophy, which is, you know, modeling Jesus. This is what we're here for, to make disciples. Um, and that's the aim of the game, which I think is awesome. But there are the mamas out there who are listening, thinking, okay, that's awesome. But what what should I do first? Like, where do I even start in this? Mm, what would you say so- to that, that mum out there? Yeah, that's such a good question because it can be it can be overwhelming to think like, oh, well, I have to be suddenly have to be perfect. No, no, you don't. Yeah. No, and don't don't have that expectation on you. In fact, like low your expectations, low, 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 because you are you are still a fallen human who is still going to make mistakes. You are not God. You are not perfect. But I would say to start with. Um, about how to get intentional with showing Jesus to your kids will be to start by getting like a devotional. That is a really easy, uh, really practical, tangible thing that you can do. Get like a little family devotional or even get a kid's Bible. We do that rather than a devotional because we just, with our kids, particularly the younger two, um, don't really get the concept of devotionals and we're going to share a story and then we're going to talk about, whereas if we read a story, we can talk about what happens in the story. Um, So things like that. And then when things pop up, um, like we had with our son the other day, his friends were wanting to do something. We said, no, you can't do that because we don't, we don't believe that's how God is wanting us to live. Um, and it was it was watch a movie with some friends and we said like no you're too young to watch that movie and we don't actually agree with the premise of that movie that's what god is wanting us to live and so then we could go back um that night we went and read um the story of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego in the bible about them standing up for what they believed in didn't Bow, um, bow down to the idol. We then watched the VeggieTales um, version of it as well and had that conversation of, see, that, that's what God is calling us to do is sometimes we're going to have to stand up for what we we believe in and sometimes people aren't going to like it, like not to the level of throwing you in a furnace, hopefully, but, <laughs> but, um, but you know, that's a really, but starting in that and just starting to read the Bible together, get a little kid's bible that's got like pictures and each story is like four sentences and start doing that ask them what what they got out of that what what do you think that story was about and then pray together that is probably the easiest way that is actually going to change your kids lives like we might think i'm just reading them the bedtime story but you know when seeing it now how it's starting to really get into our son particularly who's older and you know he's will be talking about it or he'll be singing songs that we've listened to and going okay this is this is now starting to really take a hold so um yeah that would be my absolute number one place to start because it's super simple and easy that's awesome with you at home is this something that you predominantly do during the day with your kids because um you've got two at home but one is at school or is this a, is this something that you would do at home with your husband or just at random I uh, said so like the devotional thing yeah or reading the word yeah so that's what we do before bed so that's part okay. of their bedtime bedtime thing um but during the day when the girls are home we might um 
you know, if we're doing some coloring or drawing, we might draw, hey, let's draw Noah's Ark and let's draw all the animals or, you know, and it's just kind of, you know, we we color in Disney princesses and all these things and think nothing of it. But what if we, you know, just little touches of the word of God in our kids' lives? Let's just, how can I add more um, in their day? So, but then like I will, I will have, worship music playing or praise music playing or things like that during the day that is just kind of the kids are just around it and I'm around it yeah that helps yeah it does I I completely agree changes the tone of the home as well yeah and gets you I I don't know it's the holy spirit for sure but gets Mm. you in a way better frame of mind to parent because sometimes wouldn't it be nice if we could pick and choose? Like you wake up, oh, actually not really feeling like being a mum today. Like, can I, I want to do that tomorrow instead. Like, unfortunately, that's not our, our reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't get sick days. No, no. <laughs> that, would be, that would be lovely to have a sick day where I'm actually sick. I'm going to spend the day in bed. No, I still have to get up and parent yeah. three children. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> Oh, I have so enjoyed discussing like biblical parenting with you, just hearing your heart behind it. Uh, One other question I had was when you were talking about it, is this something that you and your husband decided before you had kids? Like, well, first of all, are you both from believing families? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we both grew up in beautiful Christian households, which I'm so thankful for and do not take for granted and yeah so I think that us it certainly wasn't like okay when when we parent we're going to do I think it was just from one making mistakes and you know not seeing eye to eye on things and you know I react one way and he reacts another way and then kind of going oh how do we what do we um and then really it was from looking up in the Bible, like, what do we do now? Or I'm feeling really like I'm not good enough as a mom or just conversations that we've had with each other. And then um, things that we've separately been reading or listening to and going, actually, we want the word to be the foundation. So it wasn't even like, right, we're going to do biblical parenting. (laughs) And it was just kind of like happened upon it and then was like, oh, I guess it's kind of biblical parenting. Like, I don't even know if it's like technically a parenting style, but I'm rolling with it. So no, I completely agree how there are all these terms out there and even terms for discipline, like gentle, Mm. gentle discipline or gosh, there are so many out there and it can be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. But I think biblical parenting is basically that, isn't it? Letting the word dictate how we're parenting letting g it's all motivated by jesus and pointing our kids to jesus yeah yeah that's exactly the whole it's not to box anyone in it's not to confine anyone or be really rigid it's just the word of god is the foundation the point is to make them jesus followers and so the in-between is us working with god to do that yeah 100 percent agree Thank, oh, just thank you so much for letting me interview you. 
Um, I'd love it if you could share with our listeners where they can find out a bit more about you. Yeah, so as Deb said, I have a podcast called The Wholesome Mama Show, uh, and I'll give Deb all the links and everything, but I'm also on Instagram at Wholesome Mama, and I've got a website, wholesomemama.com. So basically search Wholesome Mama, and I will I will pop up somewhere. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> And I, I would love it if to close off our interview, interview, if you could pray for the listeners. Yes, absolutely. All right. Oh God, we thank you that you have made us as mums for more. We thank you that you are a God of joy. You are a God of peace and you are a God of love. And I just pray for every mum, every woman who is listening, God, that you would you would feel her where she is right now that whatever French of motherhood she feels like she's in, if she feels like she's stuck or overwhelmed or just feels down and depleted, God, that you would meet her and that you would speak to her and show her the joy that you have for her in motherhood. We thank you that children are a blessing from you and we love you and we praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.